0: Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regents checking account online in as little as five minutes, then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at Regents.com slash live in the moment. Regents Bank member FDIC.
1: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio
2: inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regents Bank. Brave
0: the beginning, member FDIC.
1: And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. Mike Salmon alongside Stephen Julian. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And Stephen, and I am excited about today's show because Ben Armstrong is joining us. He's the co-creator and co-founder of Netherworld, the best haunted house in the world. Absolutely. Right here in our area.
0: Absolutely. And been here a long time, and this is his first time on the show. We, we've interviewed a ton of different business leaders leaders and business owners and we've had some great interviews. I love it when a unique business comes in and when you Think unique business. I hope you're thinking of Netherworld, because it's not only unique, it's amazing and
1: awesome. And they're celebrating 25 years, and that's a part of the celebration of why Ben is here today. But before we talk to Ben, let's take care of some housekeeping business. Absolutely. We want to remind all of our listeners that we all know keeping
0: your company's financial future on track means having the right resources to support your growth. Regions Commercial Banking offers you lending capabilities and strategic solutions tailored to your needs, and you'll work with a team of experienced bankers here Gwinnett. Discover steps to take that can help move you closer to your business goals. Regions is here to help. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking Regions Bank.
1: Member FDIC. That's what I said. Ben Armstrong, again, the co-creator and co-founder of Netherworld Haunted House. And, and Ben, when you walked in this morning to the studio, I, I was almost hoping you'd have a couple monsters or whatever behind you. By the way, we've got some sound effects that we'll just play in the background, and make you, we want to make you feel right at home. That's great. I appreciate it. So tell oh, us all about Netherworld. 25 years. You, you don't look a day over 24.
2: Oh my gosh. You're, you're so kind. You're so kind. You wouldn't think that way if I was wearing my normal outfit, which is a some sort of hideous creature you know i was hoping
1: you'd bring a couple creatures with you well you
0: know
2: i can always arrange to have them visit you unexpectedly
0: ah that that would be the the netherworld
2: way yeah suspense suspense and terror well netherworld haunted house 25 years this year it's definitely been quite a trek uh you know we had very humble beginnings we just loved haunted houses and uh we did our thing and here we are surviving all these long years so it's uh, it's it's definitely a treat to to made it to this moment. Yeah. For
0: those people listening who've never had the opportunity or the chance or or taken advantage of the opportunity to go to Netherworld, they've probably been to a haunted house, but what sets Netherworld apart? What's the what try to paint a picture for them before they get there.
2: The thing about Netherworld when we began oh so long ago, haunted houses were sort of loose connections of bits of movies. You know, you might have a Freddy and a Jason and these kind of just disconnected rooms. But the thing about Netherworld was it had a consistent story. It was all interlinked and the creatures were unique. So there was a creativity there that we put into it. And we had all these people from the movie and television industries. So the creatures were things that you would see in a horror movie or just creations of our deep imagination. So when people went there, you know, Even the name, Netherworld, like, what is that about? It's not like, oh, the House of Fear or something like that. It was something strange and evocative. And we've always been sort of uh, drawn to think horrors of, you know, literary or mythological nature. So it's really intriguing to kind of uh, dig deep and come up with that new stuff. And it's sort of the way the industry is now. The whole industry has kind of evolved to themed attractions where... An attraction is based on a concept or a portion of it is and it, it's it's sort of the trend and we were one of the early ones to have done that
1: 25 years you've been by the way we'll just go turn off the sound effects i think that's going to be more Bothersome than, than it, helping anything. Is it bothering you, Mike? Well, I thought it might enhance things, but it just kind of bothers me.
0: Well, I was loving it. I kind of liked it. But hey, listen, it's your show. You're well, Ben's the
1: guest. Did you like the stuff
0: in the background, or you just
2: whatever you guys like?
0: He's. I think he's. I think he's used to distractions.
1: At running a haunted house. We were doing a around. full
2: uh, sound check and <laughs> tech walk last night, so I'm used to hearing all these things.
1: <laughs> the, the, the last thing you want to do is hear this the sound effects in the background the whole time we're doing this show. Not but for sure. so we. Well, yeah, we. we uh, Amanda made an executive decision. We're nixing the sound effects. Oh, so blame for now. it
0: on Amanda. Okay, got you. All right, go ahead. Ask your question. I'm not
1: blaming. Her. I'm <laughs> crediting her for making the good executive Sorry. decision. Sorry. Sorry, 25 years. What what has set you guys apart from other haunted houses? What's been the key to your success?
2: Well, like with any business, you know, you, it takes all your time, all your money, all your talent, and a lot of luck, and that's definitely what went on here. But I think. We had a really good mix of people at the beginning. We built a very strong team, uh, you know, people who knew how to build, people who knew fire code, all that kind of real world stuff, people who knew business, and then also just a high level of creativity and just an incredible drive to succeed. You know, when you're in a business that long, you're constantly having obstacles that go in front of you throughout these long years, you know, and you just have to every day get up and just go at it full force you know with the the goal of success and it's also extremely customer focused but it's also internally creative i I have a lot of things philosophical things i like to say one is a give them what they want and give them what you want Mm. so when people come to a haunted house you know they want darkness they want jump scares they want chainsaws and you you have to give them what they want but also you have to give them what you want. The creative things, the bizarre, the strange. Like, what is that? I've never seen that before. And when they walk away, they can tell their friends, like, Yeah, it was a haunted house and I got scared, but this gigantic mouth almost ate me. I've never seen anything like that. And so it's it's that providing a customer based thing of, you know, this is what I want. I want to have fall festival and seasonal thing, but I also want to see something that's never been seen before.
1: And you're giving that to your customers the second they park the car, because even when you're in line, there's things happening out in the parking lot.
2: Oh, absolutely. We've, uh, I like to think of it as having, so we have two haunted attractions at Netherworld. It's been a tradition for a very long time, but I like to think of a third, which is the entire outdoor experience. We have wandering, what we call lot monsters. And they're all over the place. I mean, they could be, you're walking up, they could be right there behind a tree, you know, they could be anywhere. When you're in the line, they're entertaining you. When you exit to our midways, they're there for photo ops. They're also there scaring, performing, and entertaining. So it's as though though there's three separate attractions.
0: Photo ops as well as scaring. I like the dichotomy of that. I, I like that a lot. But um, normally we uh, get hey, give all the information at the end, and we certainly want to do that. But we're just about five minutes into the interview, and I think already there are people. Again, if they haven't been yet, l- let's make sure everybody knows where you're at and, and and when you're open first. So go ahead and give that information now, and we'll do it again at the end.
2: Sure. Um, the best way to find us, of course, we're very well indexed on anywhere you look for Netherworld Haunted House. Our website is there you can find all the information you need to come and see us tickets are now on sale we've moved to a time ticketing model previously for many years uh it was mainly general admission i mean people could just even when you bought a ticket Online it was a general admission ticket you could come whenever but uh, in recent years we've discovered the time ticketing especially last year was very essential to be able to control the flow of people through the attraction so you can go there you can pick out your date your time and get your tickets that you want we open in the uh, about September 24th is our opening weekend Mm -hmm. uh, and then we're open most of October. Traditionally, we were open every single night in October. This year, we're taking off Mondays and the first Tuesday. And we're open several weekends into November. We have approximately 34 nights of operation this season, which is a its a pretty hefty amount yeah. for people who want to come. And like I said, they're all over the map. They're spread over three months, but October is the meat and potatoes. That's when we're open like almost every day.
0: And uh, you talked about uh, for, so being able to adjust with the technology uh, of the time ticketing you knew probably early on in those first few years uh, that you had something when you were selling general admission only tickets and people would stand in line for a long i can i can remember driving by at your old location right off of 85 and seeing the lines and going oh man there's a lot of people like netherworld tonight because yeah, st- standing there
2: yeah it's it's amazing how popular in netherworld has become over the years it's really become a tradition for a lot of people and uh, you know people met there on their first date now they have kids and they're bringing their kids there it became a rite of passage kids would be like i'm not old enough to go to netherworld but i can't wait until i go and what's really gratifying is when i'm interviewing people to work at the attraction and we're you know we're doing a last round of interviews next week but i'm interviewing people and they're like i've been there for years i love netherworld and that's like you love it it, it that that emotion there's like an emotional attachment to and it's like it's extremely gratifying you're making something that's supposed to be terrifying to people are like i love it it's like that's pretty cool
0: but by the same token they have entered the realm of what got you started and what has kept you working on the project for 25 years and beyond is they're now owning it themselves and they want to be a part of it but i was going to ask I would assume one of the other things to the success of Netherworld, you know, you started it, you you and a few others started it 25 years ago. I would imagine the team, there's a team of people that has been around a long time, Uh, maybe the entire 25 years, maybe uh, well, a lot more than half of those years. Or or is that uh, the case that there's a core group that has kind of been built up that, you know, I can't imagine what else I would do during October every year?
2: Uh, Yeah, we have an incredible staff. Um, We we have a number of people on our very core staff that are here since the beginning. Um, All 25 years uh, in all kinds of core areas. Our group of people who work at Netherworld are collectively called the Nether Spawn. That's the name of our actors and our crew. And so every year at the end of the season, we give out awards. And the people who have been there for five years are called elders. The people who have been there 10 years are ancients people been there 15 years are primordials so people proudly sport their primordial patches and a large group of the primordials are going like hey hey that's a 15 year I we've been here this long we need to have a new patch I'm like man what is more ancient than a primordial I don't know we'll have to work on that one but yeah there's Hmm. there's definitely a massive staff of people that have been there I've been I tried to calculate I mean at our probably our largest grouping not not last year but the year before last, we might have had as many as five hundred people that worked there over the course of the season. Hmm. Because there's a lot of of course there's tons of, you know, seasonal positions in addition to all the year round ones. So a lot of people that work there and a lot of people who work there a very long time.
0: I wonder what the thing is that's called that uh, it, for people who believe in the Big Bang. Uh, you know what what is that called at the very beginning? That that essence that uh, started it all. That that would be the next patch, right? If you've been there long, I than, guess. Yeah, but you can't go any farther than that, I, right? Yeah, uh, at it, the beginning of time. Uh, past that would be some nether region, right? So anyway, in, in, indeed. The, <laughs> We have a lot of
2: other, you know, it's fun to develop customs like that. Yeah. Like we have this thing uh, we started when we came to our new location called the Column of Destiny, and it's this giant railroad tie, and every night we'll pick somebody to hammer a nail into it, so, you know, it's almost like they're, they're building the attraction, you know, they're adding their portion to it, so, you know, we've... We rotate it every year, you know, and then it's going to be just covered with these, these, but it's sort of, we started with all the people who've been there the longest, and then people did a really good job, and sometimes folks who come and visit us from other haunted houses, friends of ours, and all hammer their nail into this column, and everyone's like cheering.
0: All right, we're speaking with uh, Bob uh, Ben Armstrong. He is uh, one of the founders of Netherworld Haunted House, uh, Haunted Region, uh, outside a wonderful attraction, uh, t- celebrating 25 years here in Atlanta the standard interviewer would probably ask you 25 years of stories, 25 years of monsters probably ask you, Hey, what's your favorite? I'm going to ask you what monster that you, I know you probably don't regret any of it, but any one monster that either never got off the drawing board and you're glad it never got off the drawing board or it did get off the drawing board. And after it, after it happened, you're like, I'm sure glad there are hundreds of monsters at this. Cause that really wasn't a good, it, good idea.
2: It's interesting. Uh, when we started, you know, it's like anything, it's like a band, it's like a business, you kind of find your way. And the first couple of years, you know, we were netherworld and we had our story and the story is, you know, this is, there's another dimension and it cracks into ours and it causes different storylines and effects and it kind of flows onward. But uh, our first real success with an icon character was probably when we did Inner Sanctum. We had this crazy doctor who could speak and it was a makeup uh, that I wore, but it was difficult. to several hours to put the prosthetic on and we were like, oh, we can create a character with a, a mask that fit me that would move with my face. I could just pop on and be all these characters. So we started creating these icon characters and they became very popular. Essentially, it's like Mickey Mouse, you know. It took a couple of years and we sort of perfected our icon character that's our primary one. He's called the Collector. He's in a top hat. He's a skeleton type creature. Our very first year we had a character like that. called We called him Top Hat but he didn't have any particular part of the story. So you have these icon characters and the purpose is that you can wear them and speak to the customers. You can speak to the media. You can be a character. But then as we go further along you want to get different because we're creative and you make these characters that are inhuman. So we had these things one time called the Banshees. They had no eyes. They, they, they were completely a monster. And it's like, how am I going to go do an interview? I don't even have hands. I got spikes. You know, I'm like, I can't see anything. It's like, all I can do is shriek and wail. It's not very efficient, you know, to communicate with the media you scare people. Well, so, Chewbacca
0: has done it all these years. That's I don't know true. why the Banshee. Could. At
2: least though, he has sort of that puppy look, that's you know, true. that would that's draw true. people in. But the Banshee <laughs> was very monstrous. So occasionally, uh, you know, we'll create a character, and I'll come up this thing. I'm like, this is going to be great. My business partner's like, "Does it have eyes? Can it talk?" I'm like, "Man, maybe not." He's like, "Well, maybe we should change that one." <laughs> so it's when we get a little too weird, a little too off the human for the icon characters. Those are the ones I regret because they're kind of tough to, to do. My work in right.
1: I want to kind of share the experience for people when you walk in the haunted houses there, and, and what they're going to experience. Now, first off, we want to say, tr- correct me if I'm wrong. The the, the characters and the monsters they, they they yeah they jump out in front of you, or they come from behind. You don't know where they're coming from. Sometimes they're coming from above. You you got to pay attention, but they they can't touch any of the the, the customers. Correct.
2: That's, that's right. So, um, Netherworld is it's an interesting attraction it's it can it's very scary from a shocking perspective as in things are suddenly appearing there's loud noises there's sudden motion there's huge things that look like they're going to crush you there's a lot of that going on now we do things that are uh, you know there's there's blood and things like that but we don't focus on things being exceptionally gross you know there's a lot of we try to keep the content away from being something that is inappropriate I mean it's the scare level is extremely high but part of that is you don't touch people particularly you don't touch them as a human being we don't grab a person now there are times you know and we've kind of backed off of it in the world we're in right now but we, we do sometimes have inanimate objects that may brush you shall I say I mean we in the past we've had giant engulfing things like a huge heart you'd walk through that would you'd be have to push through it or uh you know things of that nature or maybe a gigantic mouth that just might munch on you or something but a, a human being is not going to grab you because that's that's like a violation of people's personal space and they don't they don't tend to like that
1: and there's so many hallways and, and things to go through that you, you mentioned a couple right there Uh, sometimes, I guess, I assume your actors have to also act like like guides and say, okay, you need to go through this door here now.
2: It's ironic when people go into the haunted house, so they're in line, all they want to do is get in the door. The minute they get in the door, all they want to do is get out. (laughs) That is it. They'll come into the room and all they're looking for, okay, I'm in a room. I see something cool, but I don't care about that. Where's the where's the actor and where's the exit of this room? And so the perfect room is something where the exit is not apparent instantly. You can't make it to where they can't get out because then you're ruining the throughput, right? You don't want to do that. But you want to have a, a moment of doubt like, oh, how, how do I get out of this room? And in then in that moment of confusion that the actor can suddenly appear and scare them. But yeah, actors often do have to you know, move people out. It's funny too. We have a lot of uh, – you know, figures that are not actors. There could be animations, They could be static figures and people go up and talk to them. <laughs> They'll walk up. Well, that and, shows you're doing well. Uh, yeah, there's like That's some so creepy realistic. corpse on the wall and I remember I was hiding there one time. I was a werewolf but I was, you know, I was gray and I kind of sunk into the wall because my fur was everywhere. It was almost like a ghillie suit. It was great. I was sitting there and this guy like walks up to this dummy next to me and he's like, oh, my, my girlfriend's coming. Her name is Martha. I want you to get her. I mean, he's, like, he's talking to a dummy. You know, I'm like, this is pretty
0: hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the actors, you know, ah, we're all going to kill you. By the way, the door's right there. That's the right. right. Go ahead. So yeah. we'll, we'll see you in the next room. But that's the thing. You can't, you, you know,
2: you always got to, you can't give up that power. Like, you know, if you don't kill somebody, where's your power? It's like, I'm going to kill you later when it gets <laughs> darker
1: just now is not the right that's time. right that's
2: right if i was gonna kill you now if i covered you an axe and i'm gonna chop you and i don't i'm like well i guess the moment's over you know so
1: it's- well, I, I do want to hear some of the stories and and steven referenced earlier maybe you're tired of telling some stories but i mean have there been times where people have gone through and then they just freeze up and you've got a is there emergency exits to help take them oh, out absolutely
2: or, or- i mean we've been going a long time and it's it's essentially it's a science this is like a fear machine you're entering it's like a conveyor belt of terror and things just leaving at you but we have copious amounts of emergency exits uh because we're and we're always watching we have a big camera system we have a control room we have different characters in that control room that we launch forward we have two particular types um this year that are that will help customers. We have what's called ushers and we have what's called ropers. Now, what ushers are, they're people dressed as a normal human being. And they have a flashlight, and if they see sense a problem, they will go and they will help the person as a as a person. Mm-hmm. If someone's going really slow because they're terrified, or whatever reason, we have ropers, and so they have a rope and they just they hand them the rope, and they go, here, grab this, and they start pulling them, and people just hold onto the rope, and we pull them through, and <laughs> it, like, drags them along, or if they're afraid, they'll be like, oh, well, I'll help you get through, you know, they'll help the person, you know, move through the attraction, so we're watching the flow, we're also prepared to, you know, and the, and the exits are copious, I mean, they're everywhere, so you'll see them, it's probably the one thing that'll take you out of your bubble, but it's important, because... We operate on a system of four keys, like Disney, and the first most important thing is safety. It's safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. That's the order. So people talk about, oh, you never break character as an actor. I tell my actors, yes, in fact, you do break character. If there's a safety issue, you absolutely break character. If there was someone who is actually having a really bad time or they're having a problem or they lost their phone or they're very concerned, courtesy it's important you would break character because what we want is want people to get scared and have a good time but that's it they need we don't want them to go away with a bad experience so we're there it's it's customer service by scaring people
0: and steven mentioned earlier hang on hang on that's the greatest hashtag i'm gonna hear in at least a week maybe a month it's customer service through scaring people
2: (laughs) You got to give your customers what they want. Uh, well, that, and that's if it. If you're Every, selling hamburgers, you give them a hamburger.
0: Everyone in line knows what they're in for, that's right? right? That's, the, that's the beauty of what you're mm-hmm. doing. And so then you can give a nod and a wink to, we'll take care of you. We're also going to scare the crap out of you,
2: hopefully. Well, the intriguing thing is uh, you're not dealing with individual people, you're dealing with a group. It's this organically created group, and everyone has a role in that group usually there's what we call the ringleader and they're the one who set it up they're like okay we're going to netherworld and they start picking their team like oh you're the detail expert you'll love all the cool stuff oh you're a big chicken i want you to scream it's gonna be hilarious oh you think you're the tough guy you let's see if you can make it and they literally will build their team you know we have the offer and the offering the offerer is like scare my girlfriend and the girlfriend's like no you know but sometimes it goes the other way around it's hilarious but uh What's amazing is if you have this group of people with their, all their own goals and motivations, and then they, they get out and they just, you created this memory and they're talking about it. Oh, this all happened, And hopefully you create new ringleaders. And they go, you know what, this was great. I'm gonna get my other group of friends. And now I'm gonna pick this, this guy, because he's a big chicken. It's gonna be hilarious watching him go through. And the ringleaders often, they're not even looking at the haunted house anymore. They're looking at their friends go through the haunted house. So uh, it's it's really intriguing all the psychology that goes into something like this
1: about how many customers are you bringing through every season
2: it's it's a very uh erratic and moving target like last season was very different yeah. needless to say we were thrilled last year just to get open and we we brought our numbers way down but when we're at peak the other thing is a huge factor is weather um last couple of years particularly two years the last two years we've had ridiculous amounts of rainfall and uh that really hurts us particularly when we're in the, we were in the general, it, primarily general admission because almost the vast majority of people come on the peak nights, Fridays and Saturdays in late October. We have all this inventory, you know, people don't come. Now with time ticketing, we're hopeful, hopeful to move people to these. But like on a slower night, you know, several hundred, on a busy night, several thousand. Uh, the number we generally put out uh, is on a regular year, usually about 75,000 plus. Hmm.
1: Wow. Are you aware of anyone who's gone maybe a hundred plus times in their lifetime or I mean is there any anybody out there that you're aware of? They are that's definitely like a record holder. Well
0: yeah, yeah, they come to get a job. Yeah, They're they like I, I love this place. I've been twenty five times.
2: They're definitely a bunch of super fans. It's kinda like uh, you know, for Universal Studios, horror nights or things like that. There's people who the opening night you look and there they are on the line. You're like, Hey, you're here already. You know, so there's definitely super fans, and there's people that come back multiple times. Well,
1: I, I know I've been enough times because I, I recognize some of the characters, so oh, they, I know I've been there plenty of times. They have their favorites.
2: I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of, some of the actors are portraying icons, and the icons revolt. like it might be a different actor. One actor might play the icon for several years and then pass it on to another. Some are unique characters that become extremely popular. Like we have this one that one guy plays these It's the Krampus, you know, it's that Christmas monster we've all heard about. And uh, he's just a very, just a great actor, and he's just really engaging, but he's big and scary, but he's really friendly, and everyone loves him. And so, but no one else plays him. He's him. And when he's there, you know, and then people come, is the Krampus here? I'm like, ah, you know, he's not not here tonight. But, uh, you know, but they're very excited when they see their their favorites. But there's so many of them that, that are there, like I said. And the icons... They're generally always there, the, the, the critical ones. Then we have things like the sliders. Those are the guys that are very athletic. And they run and they slide. Yeah, and, and you, see sparks. you see, see sparks coming yeah. up. So there's a huge That's variety the lot. of the parking lot characters. And in the interior, there's a whole variety. Like we have our stunt actors that fly overhead on zip lines or on wires. We have the puppeteers yep. that may operate the giant mouths and things are going to bite you. We have... Uh, yeah, you know, the greeter types—they're going to tell you the storyline. We have the shock scare ones; they're just going to scare.
1: You. One time I came out, I thought we were done, and then this—it was—I thought it was a plant. It was a fern. Yes. And so it was. Somebody jumped out of the fern.
2: We call that the ambush.
1: <laughs> oh, well.
0: Yeah.
2: Actually, I need to bring that back this year.
0: Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I yeah you to, should. I
2: should get well, on that. It, this year, our main show is called Rise of the Nether Spawn, and we're our whole goal is to bring back a lot of these classic characters, mm-hmm. and we're also kind of setting up a whole new you know decade of stories about what's going to be happening but uh we're definitely doing that there's a lot of the old icon costumes we're we're getting refined so throughout the show there'll be a lot of those we're also bringing back some of the classic scenes maybe we haven't done in a couple years or little nods to to
0: after the unique year you guys had last year we all had last year right good opportunity to kind of you know, reset. Maybe it is. Maybe get back to your roots. Well, I'm not going to say get back to your roots because you guys don't need to do that. The whole thing is based on your roots. But kind of reset some of the characters. Reset some of the stories. Mike, I want to know how many selfies you have uh, of all the times you've gone to Netherworld. I world. got
1: lots of photos. Yeah, yeah, with the monsters. <laughs> uh, and I would
0: imagine your kids have uh, because they were they were put, they're part of the experience as well.
1: Yep. 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 We go every year. We're looking forward to going this year, the 25th anniversary. Uh, but I want to ask a question too because I could have sworn that I've also gone at other times of the year when it wasn't Halloween. Haven't you done some other things?
2: Absolutely. We are open year-round now in our new location. So what we've gotten into the escape game business. So we have uh, currently four escape games. We have a fifth one that is very close to opening. It'll probably open a month or so after the season. But these escape games all have, you know, your Netherworld themes. We have, you know a vampire-themed one. We have one called Haunted. It's sort of a ghost theme. We have Sasquatch, which is a Bigfoot theme. And we have, because we're Tiki enthusiasts, I'll just, I've got to say, we have uh, Tiki Island as well. But then it's, the subtitle is Attack of the Shark God. So, of course, there's a, a scary component to it. Also, we've opened a year-round laser tag arena on our property. Oh, wow. So you can go. Uh, now, we got into laser tag because uh, we wanted to do kind of hybrid events where we would take the lasers and we put the headbands on the monsters and so when the monsters come out it does damage to you and you got to fight your way through it had an interactive element and we've, we've so
1: laser tag with monsters yes yeah.
2: we've done that before a couple of times but we've actually found that people just love laser tag Period. as it is but yeah, yeah. it's a very apocalyptic kind of outdoor arena and it's actually open during the season so it's like a shorter version so you want to test that out it's like a 10 15 minute game you could play with your friends and
0: for those for those people listening who've done the escape room and and we actually did it as Radio X one time and I'm not I'm not knocking anybody else's escape room but I don't think anyone will touch Netherworld's escape rooms with their characters and uh, you know you, you've gone a lot beyond just a simple room with some good paintings I mean you guys tell a good story thank you so I mean that that's got to be uh, that's that's where you want to go for escape. there's
2: moments sometimes in those games and uh, you know. I don't always get to watch them every day, but once in a while I will. Like in the Sasquatch one in particular, you find these tapes. and you You put them in a tape recorder. It's fun watching younger people struggle with this unusual device. In one of the games, there's also a typewriter, which is likewise very confusing. But anyway... They play this tape and it's this creepy thing. Kind of reminds you of Evil Dead, the movie, when they're playing the tape and they're listening and this whole thing, and it's just building up to this melodramatic moment, and then like the Bigfoot starts attacking the building, and it is so like cinematic. It's hilarious to watch people just freak out. It's it's pretty fun.
0: When you have good storytelling techniques and talent, use it in every way you can, and it's awesome that you've been able to use this property beyond just the fall season and, and the haunted house.
1: I like it. And I know all this information is on the website. Absolutely. You said it was fearworld.com. Now, uh, what happens if you type in netherworld.com? Does that go to some other haunted house? Well, or? if you
2: type in netherworld anywhere on Google, it's going to guide you to us. Um, I, th- I don't. I, we've been trying to get that name for years. Right. Obviously, uh, I, think it's a, I think it's a coffee shop in the Netherlands or something. What? So, uh, you know, you better have your passport up to date if you... <laughs> go to that
0: one i don't want to go there Look, let's probably I go it's to probably cool i'm sure it's great i'm sure it's wonderful it's but not they're local. not listening it's no, okay you right. can you can right. we'll we'll fight that battle for you
2: one day they'll they'll relent and sell it to us absolutely. absolutely there you go
1: well ben armstrong has been our guest he's uh the co-creator co-founder of netherworld haunted house uh ben any parting thoughts or anything else you want to leave us with absolutely th- this and by the way before right. i say that we be I know, I just said, I asked ask a question, and, then and then I said, wait, right? don't answer it just yet. <laughs> okay. Wait Hang later. on. Wait, we'll kill you later. Pause. Um, we, we asked you before the show, as we're doing the show, it's uh, early September. This, this is a time where you start kind of panicking a little bit, don't you? Because now you're getting ready for your season.
2: Well, I wouldn't call it panic. I'd call it a reasonable uh, concern about being completely prepared. How about that? I like that. <laughs> wow, I like that. <laughs> I could write that down. That's right. I mean, you know, people, people tell me, they're like, oh, I went to Michael's, and I saw a pumpkin. I'm like, no no not yet you know
0: it's like (laughs) give me another week
2: yeah yeah there's it is such an operation that we have going i mean uh, we've done so much with both attractions we've we're prepping the whole property for all these people to be there we just the other day i was setting you know barricades and stuff with a barricade company there's and then we're hiring people it's like like any major event it's just a huge ramp up and every day every moment every minute is like oh god did i the the punch list the people it's crazy
0: when when that first pumpkin comment comes from michael's you realize i've gone from pre-planning to now i'm planning now it's it's the the clock has started oh crap
2: what's really unnerving is you're in summer and like there's a cool day you know, like the wind blows like what a beautiful day and i'm like oh my gosh what is going on what a beautiful day your oh whole, no your whole your whole body <laughs> tenses up you're like it's
1: it's like it's fall this is horrible
0: a, oh a no. leaf
1: tro- falls off a tree and you're like oh son of a it's God. for, for it's, everybody
0: like me who hates sweating through georgia summers and enjoys that first cool day it's good to know that some i'm going to remember oh Somewhere Mr. Armstrong is not enjoying this day as much as I am yeah. because it means the page is turning.
2: Well, you do you know, you do like it because it's one of the wonders of having this sort of business is because it's cyclical. You know, you have this this oh, I want to build this haunted house and you build it for months and months and months, and you're like, I'm ready to run this haunted house. And you run it, you're like, We're open. And, you know, after thirty four days, you're like All right, the end is near. Start
1: counting the days.
2: Yeah, and then you you, all the off-season, and then you're like, I'm bored, I want to build, and and you have this cycle, which is wonderful. Um, One thing I did want to mention, I mentioned Rise of the Nether Spawn, our primary attraction, but our secondary attraction is called Return to Planet X in 3D, where you wear special 3D glasses. Uh, It used to be something we did back at the old location we did one throwback a couple years ago the year before we left so we're back to the crazy 3d glasses the, nice. the weird optical effects because that was a big part of our history and wanted to kind of capture that
0: all right so here's my uh i'm allowed to ask one weird question where it might cause the guest to walk out and i haven't done it yet so i think I, I've, we're nearing the end i better ask it. it's now. a good time to walk out yeah exactly mm-hmm. um accountants uh always take that vacation right after tax time they get they get through the craziness of tax time and then they all take a week or two is i'm guessing somewhere around november is that where you go all right that's out, that's that's it i'll see you in five weeks unfortunately that's not the case
2: okay because what often happens is we go hey let's do a christmas show <laughs> And then we have to convert the whole haunted house to Christmas, and we're like, okay, cool. Then we go, let's do a Valentine's show, and we convert the whole thing to Valentine's. In this particular off-season, it's going to be like, we're going to launch that fifth escape game, which okay. we were so close, and it is so epic. Uh, I'm very excited by it. Uh, it's incredibly intense and scary and extremely high-tech, but it was like, there was a point there was like, you know, we gotta, we gotta get, we can't. It escape games require a lot of tweaking and play testing. So. Yeah. but we're going to try and launch that game. So will I don't you know. Take a
0: day at some point. Please, I yes, for me? probably. Yeah.
2: Okay. I, I'm, I mean the day our, our opening weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Then we have our an, an orientation, and then that probably that Monday will be a day too.
0: And now that you're doing stuff all year round, obviously yeah. you don't get to take two or three weeks. But maybe in the summer, yeah. you could. You know, take I think a week there's
2: a there's a, a there's a there's a spring window there where okay. all the stuff is done and everything is getting planned, and you're like. Okay, maybe I can go to... I'm going a, off-grid. Yeah, I can the, the, go... I, I get to go to Walmart today. It's so one of those deals. The
1: Valentines is the haunted house I went to one time for Valentine's. So, because to me, nothing says I love you more than having a monster chase you with a chainsaw. Absolutely. I mean, you know, so Valentine's is red. We, as, we is, uh, did as that with blood. my honey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, fearworld.com is the website. Uh, ben, we're... Look, congratulations on 25 years. Uh, we can't wait to go again, you know, this year, as we do every year. So we're one of the regulars. And... Uh, uh, for anyone who's never been, I mean, and I've been to many haunted houses, it is the best. And Stephen, you're shaking your head too. Absolutely.
0: It's not even close. It's yeah. not even close. If you've if you've only been to a few haunted houses or you went to some cheesy one or you went to someone that, you know, oh, I guess that
1: was okay. You've never seen anything. I mean, like nationally, this. you're pretty much recognized as one of the top in the in the country.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much. For a long time, we've gotten a lot of national acclaim, and it's it's just it's kind of like I said it's very gratifying, and it's uh, been from all kinds of different sources over the long years, and so many people have come to this attraction over the long years, um, so it, it's it's certainly it's very cool. Every year we're on all these different lists that just that just pop up. Also, a lot of haunt reviewers, who people who just love haunts, they'll travel the country and they'll go to. Fifty or sixty haunted houses in a year, and and usually, quite often, we're the top one, if not in the top grouping of them, depending on what their their tastes are in haunted houses. So. Don't
0: don't go to a Broadway show. You you've got you've got much better than that here. Just go to another
1: one. Well, you walk even when you're when you're in line. Not only are you entertained by all the performers out there in the parking lot, but then you start going through the kind of the museum area. For, I mean, and all I'm thinking is there's been a lot of money spent here yes. so you've invested a lot of money uh this stuff's not cheap but it, it, it's amazing and uh, ben it's great to meet you thank you for coming by and joining us here on the program thank you so much for having me ben armstrong with netherworld haunted house again the website fearworld.com if you go you will not be disappointed
0: i have i feel like i have to end the show or help in the show with something maybe not haunted and that is subaru because this show does come to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubarofGwinnette.com and join their family today. Or come in and see the difference. You will not have a horror experience. You will have a wonderful experience at Subaru of Gwinnett. And visit their Facebook page for the latest news, offers, and community events. Super of Gwinnett, where people sell cars, not nether people, not people who are you know, not sounds of manducation. All right, in the for Steve
1: and Julian, and I'm Mike Salmon. I want to thank our guest Ben Armstrong and thank you, Amanda, for producing. <laughs> oh, did I cut you off? Sorry, oh. we got to go. Time's up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you enjoyed this interview. That's I why did. we went a lot long, of fun, and it was well worth it. All right, and uh, follow us on social media. I'm being told to do There's that. There's another so show coming after us. we got to get out of here. At Radio X. We'll see you next time here on Business Radio X.